welcome everybody to this podcast that um, we're delighted to be bringing to you today. Um, a little bit about uh, myself. My name is Muriel Bailey. I am a director here at Parenting NI. Um, I am a director for the services of the family support. I have been with the organization nearly nine years and it's very a great opportunity that we can sit here today and talk around some of the issues that we are finding that parents come to the organization with on a daily basis and these issues are very much connected to online um, around the safety of their children online around um, the situation that we uh, may find ourselves in with maybe children having contact with people online that may not be a safe place so we obviously want to help inform parents around um, more information connected to this. So we're delighted uh, that uh, DCI Kerry Brennan has come on to our podcast with us today. So Kerry, you're very welcome. Would you maybe like to give a wee bit of an overview about yourself for our listeners or our parents to maybe understand the connection that you have in relation to this issue? Um, thank you so much for having us um, today. So as you said, I'm Kerry Brennan. So I am the lead when it comes to um, online safety and any matters pertaining to children under 18 um, where there would be any concerns at all that they're being um, you know, like abused in any manner. I would also have responsibility for historical investigations of, of such matters as well. So probably from um, a public protection branch perspective, that's the area um, that I work in within the PSNI. Um, we are very, very passionate about safeguarding the children. And we would much prefer to be in a space where we're able to give parents advice to stop anything ever happening to their children. Um, the public protection branch has many specialist teams within it. So we would have our child abuse investigation team. So should your child ever be subject to um, you know, being um, groomed online in a manner that results in some criminality taking place, you would then likely to um, encounter one of the detectives that I would be responsible for within the PSNI. But I hope with me coming today and you taking the time to listen to this, that you as a parent would never be in that space. I think Kerry, that's all very, those are really good points. And I think you, you very nicely have led me to actually ask maybe a couple of questions around online grooming. Parents who come to express their worries about online grooming, probably do have a fear about, you know, are the police going to have to be involved? What's that look like? So maybe to help a parent understand what online grooming is, um, can we set the scene around, you know, what is online grooming? What, what would define a parent's need to actually really take notice that possibly there could be grooming going on online with their child or young person? Okay, so what I think would be helpful is for people to understand that online grooming is that when someone develops an emotional um, connection with your child, so they've befriended them and they'll establish this emotional connection. Um, so generally, if there's something and um, maybe vulnerable about your child, maybe they're struggling in school, maybe they're being bullied, maybe they're not fitting in with peer groups, or maybe they're just someone who is very curious about the world and I'll talk and I'll speak to anyone. Um, online because they're not aware of things that they should be doing in that space to keep themselves safe. And the reason a person will do that is the objective for them is to be able to sexually abuse your child. So it's about lowering their inhibitions by building up trust with them. So the thing I would say as a parent, the most important um, space to get into is to realise that when you're giving your child an internet-enabled device, 
So that can be anything from, you know, like a, a console, um, you know, a tablet. It's not necessarily going to be a mobile phone because everything nowadays is internet enabled. Um, you know, like Alexa can switch your lights on and off um, over Wi-Fi. So it's about realizing when you give your child that type of technology and they've access to Wi-Fi and they can get online, that you're exposing them to the whole online world. You wouldn't take your child into Belfast City Centre and go, there you go. And, um, you know, I'll see you when I see you. And um, you would never do that to like an eight-year-old. But ultimately, when you're giving an eight-year-old an internet-enabled device, like an iPhone, you're essentially doing that. So it's really important that you think about how are you keeping your child safe online? You know, how are you educating them? And I know um, when we did our earlier work with Parent NI and we did our educational video, we talked about it's really important to have conversations with your children um, and ask the questions that you would when your child returns from school or being with friends. How was your day? You know, what was the best thing that happened to you today? What was the worst thing that happened to you? And if you can make those correlations to when your child's online, that's a really good starting point because your child can say, well, someone actually sent me a message. Um, now, you'd never want to be in the space where that's happening to your child if you set the devices up correctly and you control the Wi-Fi. But knowing your child, knowing your child's behaviour and that you're the person in, in their life that knows what's going on with them and that no other adult pretending to be a child or a young person is filling that space is probably the most important advice, advice I would give any parent. I think, again, Kerry, that's exactly where us as an organisation would come when we're talking to parents. We certainly would be, I think, the first and foremost uh, issue we would really ask them to focus on is, have you got your settings set up correctly? Do you need some support with that? We may not be the appropriate organisation maybe to be able to do all their settings, but we would certainly look at how parents can get the appropriate support to make sure all their devices settings are set um, that the children can remain safe. And I think the next most important uh, topic that you have just raised is that conversation, building the relationship between the parent and the child. Sometimes we know that things can happen and children can get involved in things and it's not always easy for them to maybe share that uh, with their parents. They may feel embarrassed about something that they have done. They might feel that they're going to be judged by their mum or their dad or their carer or their grandparent. And it's not always easy to just be honest and, and seek that help. So that's one of the things we'll always encourage parents to do is they may be anxious inside when some, some of their children share something. They might be angry, um, but we would say try not to let your children see that. Your children are trusting you. They're coming to tell you something. So Based on that, those talkable moments that I think we'd mentioned before, uh, that's really important so that parents can understand what's happening. Um, and if things then transpire, that they are worried about something, then as an organization, we certainly would encourage them to seek external support. And it may be with yourselves in the place because that can be the best place to go but we're aware that that sometimes can be a scary place. So I wonder, Kerry, are you able to, I know you can't give reassurance in one way because nobody knows what situation may be coming from a certain family and a certain issue, but is there certain things you can as um, the police give reassurance that you're there to listen first rather than, you know, cause any yeah. more let, action? Mm -hmm. Let me take you through kind of like the journey 
and um, that I would expect any parent to go on should they have any concerns about their child. So the most important thing that um, I want all of your listeners to be aware of today is that the police service of Northern Ireland, you know, we want to hear from you. If this is important to you and you have a concern about your child, you know, we care, we want to listen and we will take action. And the action will be the most appropriate action in the circumstances. So if you have a concern, you can make your report online. You can ring 101. And if this is an emergency, um, and I hope that's never the case for any of uh, the parents, you can ring 999. What will happen is you will go through to our call centre and details of what your concern is will be recorded. Um, if it is a concern that warrants um, coming into the public protection branch, we have a dedicated unit called the Central Referral Unit, and we have a co-located social worker in that unit. So that unit is where we work in partnership with social services, and we would start a process where we do a review. Do we need to do a joint investigation with social services? Because we're dealing with our most vulnerable you know, people in the community, and it's about giving them the best possible support and that support might be better led with um, interventions and support that social services can um, you know, provide. And that isn't about, that's not a scary thing, people removing your children. That might be them referring you to maybe the likes of yourself, Muriel, in your organisation, Parent NI. It could be putting them in contact with an education um, package that maybe um, NSPCC deliver. And um, it can mean all sorts of things. Um, so once that referral comes in, a discussion takes place um, around the investigation between police and social services, and that will then warrant what happens with it. So if it's a joint investigation, it will then be allocated to the trust area in which you live. So if you live, for an example, in Ballymena, that would be Northern Trust, and it would go down to the team in Ballymena. So that would be the child abuse investigation team. And a detective from the child abuse investigation team and a social worker would ultimately have a conversation with your child and um, they're specially trained to do this and the purpose of that will be to see what your child's views and wishes are around what has happened. Detective will also be speaking to you as a parent and looking at opportunities and um, when it comes to gathering evidence so it might be you know the seizing of that device for us to examine where that communication took place to examine if images have been exchanged. Um, and the reason for that, that's about us identifying to be like the adult, the offender. And the offender doesn't always have to be an adult. You know, like older children, you know, can do this in younger children. Um, and it's about us then being able to, if you like, take action, you know, around that individual. And if we have evidence on the device and your child doesn't want to speak to us or engage in the process, that's fine. It's all about what's the your child's wishes, what's in their best interest. Because if we have that evidence elsewhere, we, the police service of Northern Ireland, will pursue that individual because we have to think of the rest of the community and all the other children um, out there. But my message is be assured if you're ever at the stage where it is um, you know, like serious and someone has been grooming your child online and committing criminal offences, you get um, especially to train detectives, social workers, you get all the support that you will need and your child's wishes and well-being will be at the centre of it. 
I think that's really reassuring. Um, a lot of parents will have needed to have heard that because sometimes that's the unknown. And there's probably an historic thing in Northern Ireland where, you know, we maybe don't want to go and talk to the police. So I think it's really important that all parents and families. And Muriel, I'm actually really, I'm really glad you brought that point up because I understand that in communities in Northern Ireland, there is like a lack of trust with the police service of Northern Ireland, um, you know, because of the historical connotations. And I think it's really important to know that, um, you know, we want to hear from everyone. You know, we provide a service to everyone. And that, you know, I consider myself to be a member of a, a world-class police service. And all of the detectives that work for me in this arena are so passionate about safeguarding, protecting children, and ultimately pursuing offenders and bringing them to justice. So please never let that be a barrier. And if it is, make sure that the call handler knows, because then we can deal with speaking with you in a sensitive way. If that means you don't want us at your home, we can take steps um, you know, to arrange for you to come to a location. And it might necessarily be a police station. You know, we have other facilities available to us, um, you know, that we can use or we can speak to you in social services premises. Um, so we'd be very sensitive to that. So please never let that be a barrier when it comes to protecting your child and other children. No, totally, totally right. And I think even in the comparison to what we would always encourage parents to do when they reach out for support, initially from any organization it's taken that first step is always the most scariest so even when they call us we would know that's a big uh, step for some people to take because they don't know uh, if we are going to judge them and we're not going to but people think oh well I'm going to be judged my parenting my child has been maybe um, groomed online that means I haven't been a, as good a parent as I should have been we would be saying that's not the case at all. This is happening on a day-to-day -day basis for all families across um, across everywhere, but totally across Northern Ireland. So this is about being open and uh, willing to seek that support and we'll want to actually provide it to you. So uh, totally, I think it's very, very and point well made. Muriel, that's an excellent point you make as well. Um, this can happen to anyone's child, you know, whether you live in um, a really affluent area in Northern Ireland you know, whether you don't, this doesn't discriminate. Like I have uh, two daughters myself, you know, I worked lots of hours and, you know, we're all can be busy working parents, juggling all sorts of things. Um, and trust me, this happens right across like every demographic in Northern Ireland. Um, so please don't think that, you know, you will be judged or people will think poorly of you. We live in an era now where, um, and because of the coronavirus pandemic, we have really advanced our footprint online. Like I'm sure every one of us order things from Amazon, get online shopping. Um, you know, it's just so embedded. You know, our meetings, they're online. I'm speaking to you guys today in an online forum. Um, so it only makes sense that our children are exposed to the whole online world in a way that when some of us were growing up that we wouldn't have been exposed to. That's right. And I, and I also think it's worth pointing out as well that there can be uh, sexual exploitation happens online, but there's also things like bullying. You know, children can bully each other online. We can have online scams happen and they may not be happening to children. They can happen to parents. Our parents can find that maybe, you know, these scams uh, are connected to maybe their bank details and different things. So I think online world is, is a big, big, vast world that we're all navigating. And some of us are maybe better at it than others, but nobody is, um, uh, 
not going to there at some point everybody possibly could have some kind of uh, uh something an incident happened to them online and that can come at any age so i think i think we're all uh you know can be targeted for some reason um kerry why do you think that crimes in relation to children and young people online and grooming has risen you know what, what do you is it because we're all online or is there a reason that maybe these incidents have become more prevalent in the last few years or is it just it, it is what it is i i think there's kind of a number of different factors so one you've touched on which is basically like we have all as a society taken a big leap into the online world right across everything and right across all types of online crime, you know, we are definitely seeing, you know, a marked increase, you know, like you talked there about romance frauds, you know, that are there maybe individuals who they're suffering from loneliness, again, from the, you know, the, the pandemic, you know, when there was people who were like single living alone. And um, so first of all, there's the whole societal shift. There is the um, acceleration of that because of coronavirus. And then probably thirdly is that look at all of the companies that are making money. They're your social media companies, you know, um, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Snapchat, your Instagram, you know, um, this is like embedded in our society and there's so much money to be made in those forums. Then we have our tech giants and, um, you know, like Apple, Google, um, you know, so absolutely, if you want to make money in this world, you know, you develop a new app, you bring out the latest phone. Um, and what that results then is that, you know, we're putting internet-enabled devices into children's hands younger and younger. And it's allowing predators um, who do, because they are like predators who are manipulative. It gives them then, it'd be like a much bigger pool to fish in than they ever had before. Then you have these big companies not being responsible with their information and how they're protecting children. Now I know there's an online safety bill, you know, being discussed in Parliament at the moment, but ultimately as a society, we need to hold these corporations, um, you know, to account, you know, and they need to take these mechanisms in place to protect and safeguard our children. And I think too, you, you touched there, Kerry, on um, some of the apps. And I think that's also a point that maybe it would be good to share when we maybe in our generation, let's say 10 years ago, it was all Facebook and everybody was Facebook crazy and there's still Facebook, but it's no longer, that's not the go-to for children and young people. And they moved from Facebook to, there was a little bit of WhatsApp, you know, then would have appeared and that would have been the way maybe communication went on. And then it was Twitter and then we have Instagram and Snapchat and it seems to be TikTok. And I think it's a minefield for parents trying to keep up with all these changes and a lot of parents may be of the generation with their children and young people that maybe they're exploring and using some of these apps but i think it is worth noting i don't think it really matters what app is that is being used because there'll always be a move in new apps and things will change on a daily basis it's back to the trusting relationship the communication knowing who you can go to to seek support and um what the steps would be to ensure your children are safe. Would you would you agree or do you think parents need to know a little bit more than that? I would basically say that if you have the relationship with your child, one where you're checking in with your child every single day around what's going on in their life and what's happening to them and that you're able to pick up any changes of behaviour, one where you have, have trust in your child when you're giving them a device like that, um, 
you know, I, I'm, I've touched this before, like a really busy and um, kind of like working mother. And, you know, with my two children, you know, I have great trust in them. I know how they know how to keep themselves safe online. And it's not because I'm a detective chief inspector in the PSNI. It's because I'm an invested mother and what's going on in their lives. And I know their maturity. And I've talked about, you know, like semi-nudes, nudes, sending of images that, you know, people and um, peers may ask for those things. You know, I've had those like conversations with my children and I always like I don't react. They can tell me anything at all about anything. And it wouldn't matter inside if I'm incredibly shocked. I would never react because I need to be no matter what happens to them in their lives that they know they come to me because I will be there for them and I will sort it out. And um, and that's how I've managed it and that's how I've done it. The other thing I would say is that if you aren't sure that you have that relationship with your child and um, children are all different and, um, you know, and just through their personalities, even just controlling the Wi-Fi in the house, I'm assuming if they have a device where they have so many internet minutes that you pay for that. So perhaps you don't give them that type of contract. So therefore it's Wi-Fi in the house or at a location you know, went along with you, like McDonald's, if they're accessing free Wi-Fi, for an example, you know, that can be a step. You can also put mechanisms in place where, um, you know, you hand your phone in at like half eight every night and you've all the codes for it and you take a look through what they've been at that day. That's perfectly appropriate if you're going to give like a younger child a device, um, you know, that you do that. And you can lift the device at any time and maybe just do spot checks. What are you doing? What are you looking at? Going into the browser history. You know, you don't need to be um, an IT expert to switch the, the Wi-Fi off at the plug. Um, but no, Muriel, I'll just come back to your point. This is about the relationship that you, know, you have with your children and knowing your child and what's going on in their life. And if you ever have any concerns whatsoever, there are so many tools available online. And I think this is a really appropriate time to talk about um, it, um, something that's available on the NSPCC website called Report Remove. So Report Remove um, is basically like a referral system. So a young person or a parent, you can access that. And ultimately, there is a lot of checks that go on and the ch a child can do it independently alone if they don't want to tell a parent. And they can share an image that they've maybe shared and report remove will do everything they can to basically hoover it up off the internet. Now, sometimes um, you know, they're not able to get it all back, or sometimes they're not able to do that, but um, they certainly have and have had big success. So if your child has done something like that and you know you maybe don't want to share it or you don't want to make a big deal of it, that might be something as a parent you could support your child in doing. And on that website, there is access, you know, to counselling. There is access. There's um, like sort of training packages for parents where you can go in and you can educate yourself. What I would say is that things are changing all the time. Like I discovered about two weeks ago, there's a new app called Be Real. And that's about taking a photograph two ways of whatever you're at. And it's something that um, now like young people are using. Um you know, and I discovered that as a parent, like I didn't discover anything about that through work because of rules that I have with my children, which are no one is allowed any new app or to join anything 
that I don't know about and hasn't been discussed with me. Um, so, you know, so again, it's my parenting style has meant then I now know that my children um, are, are going to use that because, you know, it's been approved by me. And when you get those new things and you don't know, you just go online and you Google it and you take a read, but you trust your child. You know, you know what's appropriate and what's not. It's the exact same boundaries you put in place when they go out into public. You know, like be careful crossing the road, look left and right. You know, don't be talking to strangers. You know, you're not allowed to go to that particular area. You know, you're staying there in a nice brightly lit park where it's a couple of minutes away from me and um, where I can check on you or you can quickly come home with something happens. It's no different. You just put those um, boundaries in place when the child goes online. No, and totally, Kerry, as an organisation and our team here in Parent and I, we would always encourage parents, you're the parent, it's okay to uh, assert a certain amount of control and overseeing what your children do. And that is okay. Children and young people want to have their parents' input. They want to have them involved. And sometimes... Uh, we sometimes think, oh, we need to step back and let them have a little bit of autonomy. We do to a certain extent, but we certainly need to encourage parents to be that um, overarching guidance, that support, and 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 ultimately the person who sets the rules and, and, and will stick with those. So it's about just being confident. And I think as an organization, we'd encourage parents, be confident, be confident in your own gut instincts. Be sure that, you know, it's okay to say no. It's okay to... Um, and I think maybe it's important to say at this point, it's all right to have fun with your children online. Online brings some really, really brilliant um, opportunities to have fresh uh, approaches to, to games, playing with your children, do things together because that will build a relationship. And then you'll get to understand what some of the apps are and what's going on. And it is fun, you know, online has its place of being scary, but it also has its place of having some fun. So I think um, we would do it a disservice not to actually acknowledge that as well. Um, so that's okay. I think um, you, I, I, I'm glad that you've talked about report remove, and I suppose maybe just to help back that up, we know that ourselves and, and yourself, but the Safeguarding Board are very much focused now on trying to devise um, leaflets that will help parents and the public have a better understanding of some of the issues that can arise. So I think that's going to be a helpful tool that will be hopefully presented at some point now in the next few months uh, this year. Um, it's probably a really good time to actually talk about what we're doing with the Safeguarding Board this year um, in online safety. So there mm -hmm. was the first um, sort of like short educational video, which we did with yourselves, Parent and NI, about encouraging parents to have those talkable moments. And we are going to be doing um, a number of like videos um, throughout the year um, around online safety um, you know, with our partners um, within the Safeguarding Board. So that will all be and is available um, on the PSNI um, YouTube channel. But if you, you can access it through like our website and we are going to, um, our plan is to be able to get that available in other languages um, you know, so that everyone on the community um, you know, can have access and they can see that. Um, and you'll probably see if you've been a parent at school that we have been sharing those videos through a letter out through the school app. So you may have got it through your school and we're going to continue to do that so that this is accessible. And these are little videos that you can click on 
and then you have links to other um if you want to read up and get more information at the bottom of it and that you know when stuff comes from the police service of northern ireland you know it's accurate it's trustworthy and um, you know like it's a really good resource and um, because you just have to reiterate like we um will always be happy to hear from anyone who's a concern about their child um, and anything happening to them online where criminality is involved but we don't want to you know, we don't want to be in that space we want that parents are so confident and that you're taking those measures in place that we're actually preventing you know these manipulative um you know people who like to groom children online for their own sexual gratification you know we want to make sure that that just does not happen um you know because we've got the messaging out there and that we are taking responsibility and keeping our children and our society safe. Well, that's 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 totally right, Kerry. And I suppose maybe to help round you and I's conversation up today, I think there's probably the three key areas there that we've touched on is the, is is the fact that be confident as a parent to take responsibility, set the boundaries, set the scene. If something happens outside of that, that you're worried about, then be confident to lift the phone, uh, come into a police station, go to Parent and NI, go to the other voluntary agencies that are available and talk about what it is you're worried about. And the other third point, and the, probably the most important out of all, is talk to your children. Um, have that communication, be aware of what they're doing and, and, and let them feel that they're there to support them with, with their journey through their life, which will have online uh, availability from they get out of bed to they go to bed every night. So w- would you feel that those would be the three key areas for us all to really encourage? Well, I'm going to say on point four. Is there a fourth? Good. Trust your guts. If you have any concerns whatsoever about your child, you know, please pick up the phone. If it's not to the police service of Northern Ireland, you can ring your local um, gateway social services team. Um, there's so many people out there, but never, ever, ever, um, sit and hold that yourself and worry there are so many resources available and if you have any concern about your child whatsoever the police service of northern ireland want to hear from you thank you kerry and i think our columns will be very helpful at the end of the podcast when it's being shared for putting up links into uh, the police service also to other organizations and links into maybe articles and top tips that we've got here at parenting ni to help parents so thank you very much Thank you for having me.